0: We also now would like to invite Uzbekistan. We also would like... Uzbekistan with us! Sorry. Now we would like to invite people who oppose police regime. And they are from Russia and they would like to tell a few words to you. <laughs> I was really scared to say this a week ago and I didn't manage, but I can say it now. I am from Russia. Both of my father's parents were born and lived their whole life in St. Petersburg, Russia. My mom's dad was born in Ukraine, in Dnepore. Thursday morning, last Thursday morning, I woke up to the news that the countries of my grandparents are in a war. And the country that I call my home has started this war. I still cannot comprehend it and I cannot say how sorry I am, but I really want to share a following message with you. It is relatively easy and very safe for me to come here and say, I am against this war. However, it's dangerous for my family and friends to go to the streets of St. Petersburg and say the same. Still, they do that. I have friends being arrested for just being in a street with a sign, stop the war. Still, on behalf of them, I want to say, Putin is not Russians. We Russians are not afraid to say, stop the war.
1: I'm Russian. Unlike Anna, I don't have relatives in Ukraine. But what Russian government did in Ukraine broke something in me, something fundamental. I cannot say this for every single Russian, but people I know, people whom I'm into to, are all against this war. oppressors risk their safety and freedom to say this simple phrase no to war this war is not ours this this is the war for our mad government for us this is absolute tragedy this war is not only disgusting but also absurd because we and ukrainians are so close our our culture our history our lives are so intertwined we cannot even imagine what you feel now but we want you to say that if you need any help any support of any kind or just a conversation we are here for that thank you
2: i'm maria and i'm also from russia I uh, I don't want this war. I cry every day, stop the war. I claim that uh, Russian government has to stop the war. Um, I can say that uh, on behalf of many people, of, uh, on behalf of those who I know, my friends and relatives. And it's been uh, said that we are not doing enough, which is true, and I uh, agree with that. Uh, the whole world asks us to stop putting and we cannot do that and we have not been able to do that over the uh, last 10 years although we tried and it seems that now courageous and united and very strong ukrainian people have to do this work for us so slava Ukraini!
0: As you can see, there is unity. There is unity among so many countries that we voiced before. There is unity with people from Russia, from Belarus, from European and other states. Now I would like to invite um, Olha. Uh, she's from a city called Rivne and she would like to share her own story about what is happening right now. Thank you.
2: Thank you. My name is Olya. I'm from Western Ukraine, Rivne. I've lived in Oxford for six years. I did my master's and PhD here. I wrote uh, research about poverty in Ukraine. Um, I care deeply about my country and will always be advocating for it. You've, You've seen pictures of how awful things are, of bombings, and how people lack food and other supplies in eastern regions, so I don't think I need to tell you about the horrors my friends in Kyiv and my family have been through. Um, but what I want to share with you is why we are so tough. I think all of the world is amazed at how Ukraine pushed back. Putin was hoping to have a celebratory parade on the 1st of March. celebrate <laughs> Yeah, no way. He was hoping to celebrate the anniversary of annexing Crimea by marching through Kyiv. Putin, fuck you! <laughs> very tough. We have had very hard lives. The 90s were hungry, we had no food, there were no jobs, but we pushed through. In 2004, we had orange revolution to get rid of a president that was Putin's puppet, and we were successful. Many people died, got wounded, but we won. Then, in 2014, he came back, so we had to have another revolution. My friends, my classmates went on the streets of Kyiv, and many of them were shot. We call them the Heavenly Hundred. But that shows you that we are so determined. People of my age, from my schools, are willing to die for Ukraine. We won that revolution. As soon as we were celebrating, Putin walked into Crimea and he annexed it. We played to the West, asking for help, that we need to stop him because he will come back for more. The West said no. We cannot intervene, that's between the two of you. He kept going and took the eastern regions. My brother-in-law volunteered and served three years on the eastern border defending Ukraine. He's a craftsman, he's not an army person. And now, after we've warned the West for eight years that he's gonna come back for more, he came with a full swing trying to destroy my people. My grandfather, he spent 12 years in a gulag camp because he was trying to protest and speak up against the communist regime back in the day i know people who are businessmen who are school teachers and they're now volunteering to go and serve in the army because they know that if they don't stand up for their home no one will my family is not running to poland they could i bought them train tickets i was begging them please leave i can find A place for you to stay because from Oxford, I have friends in Germany, in Amsterdam, in France. They don't want to go. They're fighting and they're saying, unless there's everything completely destroyed, we're not leaving our home behind. We spent the same, the the last decade, building everything up after the post Soviet ruin. People finally have homes, they have small businesses. They don't want to leave that. Yes, it's scary, and I see so many people in the West are terrified of the Third World War, but we cannot afford to be scared. We have to be at least half as brave as my sister, who's a school teacher who's staying behind to fight for Ukraine. Oxford, are you going to stand with me and my family to defend Ukraine? Yeah.